Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. 
It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel name. You get caught straight away first time. Exactly. It should be like a handicap, like in golf. Like you should be able to get four under your belt mm. before they start chasing mm. you. <laughs> so, uh, the Fighting Cop Podcast yeah. episode 37, I'm going to guess. <laughs> um, this episode, we won't be talking about football. We're talking about our favourite serial killers. I'll start Fred West. He's, <clears throat> he's up there. Um, yeah, local. local. Do you know, that, what's, who's that geezer? The 81-year-old guy, BBC producer or something died got murdered he murdered is it peter stockley you're about right no no did you know about it uh al no well he he worked for the bbc but all the bbc headlines were um bbc producer and shamed star it's like <laughs> oh i saw yeah i saw someone on the news about that. I, I, yeah they didn't doesn't say anything about bbc he's a, yeah he's a murderer Oh, is that Phil Spector? Phil Spector, yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's Sorry. On, start yeah, with a murder. Like, that's the most significant yeah. thing in his life. Not his work life. Like, it's like, yeah, like I, no, Starbucks employee and Shane, yeah, no, Shane Starbucks employee. He murdered someone. I saw that. It was something like flawed producer Phil Spector. Died. Yeah, flawed, like, flawed. Yeah. <laughs> he had his issues. Yeah. <laughs> Cheeky <laughs> producer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> little rascal, Phil Spector, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, little, lovable rogue. He was, a, he, he was a character, that Phil, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He only, mur- <laughs> he only murdered one girl. Um, uh, one, from one flawed uh, uh, producer, radio mm-hmm. sort of media producer, to one potentially flawed manager see that segue beautiful that's nice why get, that's why nice. i get paid the money i do exactly um yeah we won a game we won not only won a game we actually played quite well i thought and um it was such a relief going into that game i was i was just like please just play well just not win isn't enough play well i need just one, even if it's the only one of the season like i get the way Mourinho's going to play if even if it's just the only one of the season let's just just, just enjoy ninety minutes, and I've got to say, I did enjoy ninety minutes, Cal. Yeah, I did as well. Other than about ten minutes of the second half, there was about ten minutes at the start of the second half where we came out. It was like we'd had a pie at half time. Was like, well, oh, fucking hell, that ain't sitting right. And <laughs> we, didn't, we, we didn't really get going for those ten minutes, but then it was like it passed through, and then away we went again. I, I, I really enjoyed that performance, oh. and. Uh, Perhaps free at the back is the future. Well, yeah, yeah we'll come on to that. But uh, but the the I, I was like, the, certainly the second half, we went 2-0 up. Like, lovely, lovely. We know what we do now. Sort of. And then we started that second half and they were on top. And then we played a couple of passes and I'm like, see, yes. Even though we weren't yes. doing anything else other than just played a couple of partners, I was like, see, we're not sitting back. We're trying to play. And uh, so I'm, <laughs> I'm building this, this narrative. Way, this what it's come to. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it's come to. Just looking for the micro positives. Yeah. There are positives in that performance, Al. It was fine. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. But if we're if we're gonna be like, yeah, back, we're back, baby, because <laughs> someone made four passes. Wait. No, I'm not looking it talks about four passes. Um there were four incredible passes which we're gonna come on to. But led up to Ndombele's 
I, mean, I don't think I'll ever see a goal quite like that again. And, you know, of all the players on the pitch, he definitely meant it. There was no chance that he didn't mean oh, that yeah. goal. Mm. It's fantastic, weren't he? Um, Tottenham are back, by the way. Um, and and, and let, me just, let me just explain why. We're four Jordan. points off top. Oh, 18 games gone. Uh, joint best goal difference in the league. Oh. So, n- no issue, Al. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> is that what this is? Is that what it's become now? Like, it's like we there's this, this well, massive... The point? I mean, it's not like... I, I, it, it, you just say, even I'm fucking bored of it now. Just yeah. You only say the same things every week. I sit there on my phone for most of the game. We score, love it. I get excited, a little fist pump. Yep. Um... And and then I go right. Let's 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 see what happens the last twenty minutes. And then this was a good twenty minutes. It was. And then I went all right. Turned it off. Went on with the rest of my day. Well, yeah, no, and, and and that's the way it should be. Win or lose, you should be able to get on with the. Did you see that tweet that that um, there was a woman on Twitter and she <laughs> said something along the lines. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know it word for word, Cal? It was something along the lines of. Um, I can't believe men football match ruined their day. L-O-L, big, big, big L-O-L, wasn't it? That was it, yeah. Did it, did it, did it trigger you? Oh, she's right though, isn't it? Because sometimes it can bloody ruin your day. Yeah, I've, yeah, go on, Al, go on. I, I've, I've seen much more futile things ruin a woman's day. <laughs> your penis, for a start. That, yeah. that, never, dis- that, that never disappoints. That's been in action today, twice. But on a <laughs> side note, um... Like, if, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a like your partner's face when they've ordered the shopping online and they've sent like the wrong type of uh, cannelloni beans uh, as substitute, <laughs> something like that? That's livid the rest of the day. Your your missus. Uh, yeah, no. If it's the wrong thing, yeah, that's it then. Oh fucking! I emailed me this morning. Fucking cannelloni beans, the wrong one. <laughs> Sick of it. Sick of it. Um, we had some we got the, quick, the big quiz the big quiz coming back uh, today obviously Jimmy um, staked his claim as the people's champ I would say uh, we agreed oh he is he's here sorry we did agree to be to meet up at 6.30 for a sound check and Jimmy was nowhere to be seen for the big quiz oh. he's currently muted so he can't respond to this and he'll get his chance later on but the lay of the land is this Jimmy went up against Ryan in the world's hardest Tottenham Hotspur quiz they faced off last week. Jimmy won, or did he? Because, oh. because... Is it, is it the hardest quiz in the world because we tell him the right answers are wrong? There you go. We, Ryan answered correctly, but my notes said that he didn't. So, and, and, and as someone who is a complete dunce when it comes to quizzes and just life in general, I didn't realise he got the answer right, which was George po- Botang, not George Botang, fucking hell, Kevin Prince Botang, Wore the number 17 shirt for Spurs. Um, he did actually change his number practically every year that he was with us in the three years he was with us, I think. But um, yeah, we got it wrong. So Ryan would have still been in it, but we awarded it to Jimmy. Mm. So we have to work this out. Today also we've got Tim on the line who is going to be taking Jimmy on. So I think Jimmy's looking at this as he's beat Ryan, the people's champ, to become the people's champ. And he might look past Tim to see what's going on down the line is, is this what you'd call a tune-up flav is this I, is this uh, in boxing Van- kind of, yeah, yeah. in boxing vernacular this is like he's man no he's he's um he's voluntary he's, he's won yeah. the title he's now going to pick someone he thinks that he can just swipe aside in mm-hmm. tim and i i've had a word with tim and it doesn't 
sound like the kind of bloke that would lay down and allow that to just happen. Currently, Jimmy's trying, he's just, he, I've heard it, like I mentioned it, you're playing this geezer called Tim, and he's been lording it around the Telegram group saying he's going to smash Tim to pieces. Like, Tim's nothing to him. So we'll mm. find out, we'll find out what's been, uh, what, what's what at the end of the show. We've also got Ryan's mate who wants to claim vengeance. So there's a lot of storylines around this, uh, the world's hard, hardest Tottenham Hotspur quiz, and I'm here for it. I don't know how many other people are, but we'll, we'll, we'll rinse this towel until it's dry. Um, because then we have to think of something else and fucking it's boring, isn't it? Um, yes. I think I, like, sorry, sorry, Flav, I think like anything, you know, in boxing, it's always better when there's a little bit of genuine needle between the two fighters. Yep. And I think we're getting a little bit of that today, aren't we? There's some genuine needle between these two. Tim, Tim is like the reserved, I'm comfortable with my ability kind of mm. boxer in this, if you're using this metaphor. Jim is like, Floyd Mayweather lauding it around, throwing money in women's faces, that kind of attitude between the two. So we got, you know, the, peop- the, 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 the bloke that we, or the good man that we want to win. And the reason why we watch Mayweather is because we wanted him to lose, apart from Newcastle. So that, yeah. that's, that's the scenario we've got to find ourselves in. Anyway, let's talk a bit more about the, um, the Tottenham game at the weekend. We had a tweet from Mort Mike. He says, just a, rem- friendly, just a friendly reminder that we had more shots more shots on target, more big chances, and three times as much XG out against Fulham than we did today, i.e. against Sheffield United. The difference, he says, is finishing. Do you want to explain why that's incorrect? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not really. No. I mean, I mean, purpose of the podcast? Yeah, but it's... I don't understand what people are are trying to to, to get from it. I mean, Fulham was a, I don't need the no, Fulham was a bad was bad. It was, it was a bad day. Was right? bad. It was it, terrible. It was it was a it was a bad day from start to finish. Right. So I don't. You can tell me everything you want. It was a bad day. Right. <laughs> yesterday was all right. It was a good day yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. So it's like with your missus in, in a long term relationship. Some days are going to be good. Some days are going to be. Uh... Mediocre. Exactly. Just I think, in all seriousness, this is what it. This is what Tottenham is now. So it's going to be days like Fulham, or it's going to be days like yesterday. There's not really any massive in between because if you're getting upset about draws like we are now, which you know some would argue is, is a good thing. Yeah. Then th- what we've experienced in the last two games are probably the two reactions that you can have to Tottenham at the minute. Yeah, because if, yeah. if we'd have lost that Fulham game, like 1-0 last in a minute, I, I think the reaction probably would have been fairly similar. Yeah. So yeah. it's, um, you know, this this what it is. This year, as I said to you the other day, this year, if for anyone that feels like me and just, just doesn't, it's just not massively enjoying what they're watching, what you've got to enjoy is the fact that this league is fucking mental this year. So regardless of what Tottenham are doing every week, you know, we could still end up doing something that no one would have thought even possible we could have done at the end of this year. And that's what I'm excited about. And I'll and I'll cling to that like a like a dung beetle, because <laughs> it is a pile of shit sometimes. <laughs> there you go. See, I don't need to explain my good. <laughs> no, when I explained it, you was like, "Oh Jesus, I made a good one." Then I did a good one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, yesterday was was fun. Watching and Dumbelli play like that is always fun. Um, watching Harry Kane being able to take a take a, a touch like he did to set himself up for um, for his goal was just wonderful. Uh, should expect a little bit more from Son. Um, he looks like he's having a little bit of his uh, fading away a little bit, quiet period. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, other than that, I thought Joe Roden was joy. I really enjoyed watching Joe Roden. Um, I thought he was excellent. Very, very good. Um, one of the, I mentioned this on the five statements that we record after each game um, for, for patrons only. So you've got to pay for that shit. Um, it, is, uh, it was the fact that actually our best players didn't perform in the way that we're used to them performing. Like Hoybier, I think arguably our best four players mm-hmm. are Eric Dyer, Hoybier, Son and Kane. Uh, and apart from Eric Dyer, we had a fine game. Um, you know, the, our three sort of stalwarts in terms of form did, did, didn't have incredible games. Uh, Kane scored that wonderful goal and took it brilliantly, but he wasn't his crisp self in terms of, I'm not saying he's tired, he's not fatigued. He just, <laughs> he's just, uh, his accuracy was, wasn't quite as good as it has been previously. He was getting caught on the ball where he doesn't usually, and <clears> his <throat> passes weren't finding the exact point that you wanted them to find. Like I said, again, on the other part is, is if Oliver Burke had the game that Kane had had, people been lauding it, but because of the standards that Kane set, that it's, um, you know, you look at that sometimes and think maybe he could have done better. I thought Hoiberg was great. I mean, it's I all about opinions, isn't it? Yeah. Really? I, I had I had Ndombele, I actually had Roden, but Ndombele for the goal and just, just how wonderful Ndombele is. Um, but because of Roden's, you know, was his second start in the Premier League? Played full 90 mm. minutes. I thought he mm. was fantastic. So short, so calm. And that's what you want from your defenders. You don't necessarily want... Well, you, you if you're if it's on top and they're making last-ditch challenges that stand out, then you want that from your team. But you'd rather, as a defender as a unit, for him to read the game correctly and just be in the right places at the right time. That's what you want from your centre-backs. Yeah, uh, he's, and, well, he I can see him fast becoming one of my favourites. He's... You can just tell football IQ wise just gets it, you know, again, like I said the other week, <clears throat> there's players that, you know, when they're in action, you know, when they're doing what they meant to do, whether that's being creative, whether that's finishing, whether that's passing, whether it's defending, everything just seems a lot calmer around them. There's like a 30, like a 10 yard circle around them where it all looks quite calm regardless yeah. of what yeah. they're doing. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's one of them. Um, you know, he'll make mistakes. He's young. He's coming up into a, into a much higher level, and he'll, he'll make mistakes. Mistakes, and he'll have bad games. But you can certainly see it in him that he is for someone so young. He's got the potential to be something quite special. I think uh, another player who makes it look so calm is Ndombele. Now let's let's just talk about him for a bit because I I I just I mean we talked about it so much, but I love him so much. I think he's such a good player, and he just does things that none of our players, but most other players in the league, can't do. Um, is just fantastic, and the goal, the whole goal, was 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 incredible. The finish was disgusting. Like he, mm. sh- he shouldn't even even like I, I would. I, I think most managers would have preferred him to take it down and look for a runner into the box, but for him to not even think and just loop that over, and it could it had to be so precise. And I'd say for most players, it would take nine ninety nine times a hundred they wouldn't hit that bottom bottom corner. Mm. But Ndombele has. The ability with the ball to just control it in the way he wants to, to move opponents around in the way he wants to, he he he, he, he just is so deliberate. And mm. I don't think I can't remember only Lucas Mora, sorry, fucking know what I'm talking about, Luka Modric. Have I seen someone who can move? Can, the game moves around him rather than him reacting to the game. 
if that makes any sense. He gets the yeah, ball. Yeah, Moussa Dembele was, was similar. The way they kind of, the way he wriggles out of situations still with the ball is quite similar to, to Moussa Dembele as well. Um, you know, you'd see loads of times where Dembele would be back to goal, two people kind of pressing him, cl- trying to close him down. He'd somehow be able to turn and come out the other side, going towards their goal with the ball still intact, leaving them behind. Um and you see that with um, with Tangai as well. He's every time he does something that is like brilliant. I, I feel like it's a, like a stamp of approval. So like, yeah, we were we were right about him. You know, thank fuck, mm. thank fuck, we were we were right about him. We knew he could do it. Mm. Uh, you know, there's still times where I still feel like because his bar is so high that I still feel we're only getting seven and eights out of tens from him. When I when I do think that he has the potential to be nine. Nine out of ten every game, uh, and I don't know whether that's just me. I don't know if that's just a hang up, but um, yeah, he's if he keeps on the trajectory that he's on at the minute, you know, he's he's again another one that could be very special. Well, you hate you hate creative midfielders, don't you? Like um, you hate sort of technical creative midfielders. Absolutely not. <laughs> my, yeah. It's my favourite thing in the world as a creative midfielder. No, you you hate you hate Lacelso. Well, that's just because he's not very good. <laughs> See, I, I I agree with Alex. I hate Lacelso as well. I don't hate him. I don't hate anyone. No, come on, let's go with this. Let's go with this. I hate <laughs> his fucking guts. He is useless. <laughs> I, I like Lacelso because he's got he's got a bit of he's got a bit of nastiness in him. Mm. But usually that nastiness is a little bit of a makeup because you're not that you know you're not quite at the level of an Ndombele or a Modric mm. or a, you know you have to have that little bit. That's why Lamella's got it. But yeah. you know, and he's fine. He'll do a job. But as I said at the beginning, he was getting absolute. He, he, you know, people were throwing themselves at his little dainty feet. Mm. You know, because he'd done a Cruyff turn or two. You know, he's he's good. He's fine. He's yeah. not that fucking good. Uh, but um, creative midfield is where we are. I mean, I, I think we're. Gonna, I think Ericsson will come back this month. I think that's going to happen. We're going to talk. Well. We're going to talk about that. We've got we've got two talking parts, talking points uh, in the second part of the show. Uh, one about Deli Ali, uh, what's going to happen with him, whether he'll go to PSG and whether you, whether or not you want Ericsson return and, and what that might look like. But we'll come on to that for sure. Um, Kane, Kane said something interesting in the post-match interview that Jose Mourinho has never instructed the side to sit back. What, what do you make of that, Cal? Um, um, Kane is, he is a, a classic class prefect isn't he? He had all the badges when he was at school. He used to hang around the toilets to make sure people weren't blocking him up with too much toilet paper. He is a proper little goody two-shoes, isn't he? He would only have his hour exercise during lockdown. He didn't buy too much bog roll. He's just a good boy, isn't he? And so if the manager is publicly says, I've never told him to do that, he is going to toe the party line. That's just how he is as a as a footballer and as a man, he is, is going to fo- follow whatever Jose says. If that's, that's your assumption. If, yep. if that is true, is it a positive thing or a negative thing? I think it's a, it's a positive thing. I, you don't want to come out against what the manager said publicly. If he's, if the Jose was to say one thing and then Kane said, no, that's bollocks, mate. We, he, he tells us to sit back all the time. He, he tells me to get on the, on the post and stay there the whole game. Like if he was to say that, then he looked like a dick, wouldn't he? And then it would create division in the public. And if you're going to have division, keep it keep it in the training ground. Um, but even that's not safe because of that audio that came out the other day. But um, yeah, well, so but, I, I listened to it, but I missed it. It was like, it was like 
I couldn't quite capture it, so I didn't know what what was the what was that? It was Gareth Bale shooting a goal and he passed it into the goalkeeper's hands, practically, wasn't it? He said, I, "Yeah, I, I don't know if he. I don't even know if the pictures were linked to the audio because the audio for me it could have come from anywhere. It could have been a conversation happening somewhere else because they're they're mic'd up all over the place." But Mourinho said something along the lines of, "Do you want to stay here or do you want to go to Real Madrid and not play?" Now. He could have been talking to Bale. He could have been talking to Reguilón. He could have been telling a story about what something he said to a player years ago. It could—that's a long shot, but it's something. It's possible. Yeah. Um, but it—it's something that it could have just been. Oh, I said this to so and so back in fucking 2012. It could have been anything. So the I thing is, it, when yeah, that, that doesn't sound like it'd be added that aimed at Gareth Bale, does it? Because he. He's, he's not playing here. Jose Mourinho's probably played him less than Zidane has. So, <laughs> so uh, um, yeah, I mean, that, that would be a weird one. It makes much more sense. sense, sense. It makes much more sense <laughs> of Reguion because um, there was, I, so I saw this news. I, I love shitty news stories or shitty transfer stories, right? <laughs> yeah. And um, my favourite ones are like the head, because obviously the point of this tittle-tattle transfer is that it's big currency for, for newspapers, media outlets, even if Tottenham, sorry, even if the fighting cop wanted to do it in terms of we could produce a podcast just boosting up all these stories and people would mm-hmm. eat it up because they like it, right? It's, it's yeah. exciting that talking about potential players that will never come to Tottenham. Anyway, I saw this one which says uh, Real Madrid to activate Stars Clause. And I was like, I wonder what that's about. And um, no, uh, Real Madrid tipped to activate Clause. So I read for the story and it's essentially <laughs> a quote from Tony Cascarino, who said, <laughs> I think Real Madrid should get Reguilón back and pay the £41 million f- um, buyout fee. So it was just Tony Cascarino's opinion. But if you yeah. read, and Tony Cascarino of all people, talk sports Tony <laughs> Cascarino, who've, um, uh, you know, who said, oh yeah, they should, they should, the Real Madrid, like he knows how to run a football club like Real Madrid. Yeah, they should definitely activate that clause. Um yeah, but yeah, who know, who who knows? I mean, I guess Jose Mourinho's got to be a bit more savvy about whether he's not whether he's mic'd up, or the people who are producing shouldn't fucking try and fuck the club over. You know, what did you think of what Harry Kane said? I can't think of a world where we consistently sit back and defend narrow leads that it doesn't come from the person who's managing the football club. If it did. That's more worrying than than Jose Mourinho just saying, "I want us to play counter-attacking football," because it means that the the, the entire team is just ignoring what Jose Mourinho is saying, or the system that he set up means that the players aren't comfortable in in, in playing out or, or, or finding a way. But it's it's, it's I mean, there's lo- loads of takes on it. And another thing you could think of, or well, actually, then if that is the case, then we'll be we'll be playing a bit more expansive football. But we've got Liverpool next, so it definitely won't be that. So uh, I, I, I don't know. Did, did you put your your or in on this, Al? Uh, no, I, th- I think personally, I think it was probably reading a little bit too much into it. I, I think it was probably just a question that he got asked and he just probably said what he thought was the, the right thing to say. Yeah. Uh, it might be element. There's probably a bit of truth in it and there's probably not. But, you know, people that, that were then saying, see, you know, it's the players not being able to do it. Well, or, or not doing what they're being asked and I was like okay well if that's the case fine I'll accept that but then don't you can't take the credit for the performances against Liverpool against City Chelsea you know Arsenal then you know it can't be both it's got to be one or the other so um, 
Maybe, um, so no, I thought it was. I think it was just someone he asked a question and he probably just answered it the best and most diplomatic way he thought he thought there was to do it. Yeah, it wasn't like something in a newspaper. It was on match of the day. So yeah, I, I, I saw him say it, and it was he, he was very quick to answer it, and he was pretty much right. He said, "No, that's us. That's players. We, you know, he doesn't tell us to do that. We've just we've just been sitting. We've just been sinking back, and we need to stop doing it." Um, mm. I, I think I think a big part of it is, and yesterday, Flav, you mentioned the five statements. I was on that with you yesterday, and I said about we were talking about Ndombele and playing as an eight instead of playing as a ten, and I think it's so important for him to play deeper because we don't have deeper midfielders that can use the ball and get us out of trouble, whereas he is one of those. And we none of our other midfielders, are, like Sissoko, is fucking useless on the football. Like, he's a great athlete, but he's a terrible footballer. And we need we need someone in midfield that can use the football and get us out of trouble. And I think that's been a big part of what's been happening, is we can't retain the ball in our midfield because we're so shit at m- passing it. And so we end up just fucking giving it away and dropping back all the time. We go long as well a lot, which, which yeah. gives up possession. Um, j- j- the, the Fighting Cock sponsored by William Hill, Tottenham Hotspur's official betting partner. Um, they've got Ericsson as five to four to come back to Spurs this window. If we were to sign Kristen Ericsson again, re-sign him, just putting aside the fact that there are issues with that and his form over the last 18 months, two years, including the Spurs bit and the, and the Inter Milan bit, um, where he's just been very abject and out of sorts and nothing like the player he was three or four years ago. But if he gives us the option where he's a true number 10 and if Deli Ali is going to go to PSG, who's currently uh, uh, currently two to one on <laughs> with William Hill. French Cup winners, PSG. Indeed, Poch's got his first trophy. We can talk about that in a second. But the um, the uh, yeah, would you have, like Ericsson <clears throat> gives us that option as number 10 stick him in there. He was used to playing there. It's probably his best position. And uh, Ndombele becomes naturally our number eight. And then perhaps against better teams or teams that are going to come at us a bit more, you do have Sissoko in that number eight position and move Ndombele back into the 10. And then you've got the best of both worlds. So against the better teams he plays there and against teams we should be breaking down and exploiting, like the numerous teams that we, we've played and haven't, uh, haven't been able to break them down consistently mm. enough. That, that having son uh, having Ndombele, who isn't as attack, uh, d- defensively gifted as perhaps or does the same work as Sissoko, that having him in that eight will give us that different kind of way of playing. So for that reason, would Ericsson <laughs> coming back be worthwhile? Uh, yeah, look, if if we're gonna send off one of the most talented, uh, creative players that we've had for years and years off to another team, then let's bring another one in. I mean, that's, uh, if it's Ericsson, then great. You know, he's familiar. Hopefully he'll have a little bit of rejuvenation from coming back. I can't, you know, if, if someone is, if Dele Ali wants to go and needs to go, then we have to be bringing in someone who's, you know, as creative and, and, and could be as good. Uh, and we know that Christian Ericsson can be as good, you know. Uh, so the over the objections that people might have or, you know, that us as a club might have in terms of wages and, um, you know, being able to come in on loan or whatever it might be, you know, Deli Ali go in, you know, answers all those questions. And then if that doesn't happen, I with Ericsson or someone with a decent caliber, I'm going to be extremely pissed off because Mm. there's one way, there's one, one thing is to, all right, he doesn't fancy Deli Ali and he doesn't think it's going to work. So letting him go elsewhere. All right. I'll begrudgingly accept it, but to not, 
replace it and think that you're going to be able to do it with what is quite clearly not the same Gareth Bale. I hope that that proves me wrong, but I, I think I might be spot on as usual uh, for that. Um, you know, going through the rest of the season, I know we haven't really used him anyway, so we're not going to be missing Deli Ali, but you know, it, it is something we're missing. Cal's right. It is something we're missing. Lacelso is, 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 is okay. And he will have his moments. Bergwijn is slightly less than okay, but we'll still have his moments. Good game. Is Mella, to be fair. Uh, he was all right. Again, I mean, again, I just find that maybe it is me, and I'm perfectly willing to accept that. But I am feeling like we're looking at certain performances from certain players, and because it's not abject, we're like, yeah, good game he had. It wasn't. Mm. It, you know, it was fine. Um, but yeah, I, I think Christian Eriksen coming. I think it's a no-brainer, really. I mean, why wouldn't you? If, you, if, if Deli Ali's going to go, and you know that this club traditionally doesn't do business in January. If you can bring in someone who knows the club, knows the manager, knows his teammates, I mean, why wouldn't you? If it's not going to cost you anything or relatively nothing, if, if you know, making it elsewhere. Uh, I think Bervine did have a good game yesterday. I don't think he was just above abject or average. I thought he was really good, really <laughs> useful. I thought he carried the ball really well. I thought the, the ball from from him to Ndombele for Ndombele's goal was sensational. Yeah, I said he'd have, he'd have moments. I don't, you know, and he'd have moments of closing stuff down. But then he also had... Yeah, you know, I, I, again, I just thought it was it was fine, you know. Yeah. Well, you, well, you, you took exception of the fact that he had a good game. That that suggests <laughs> that you have a negative thought pattern about him. <laughs> that, that, no, that. I just I, again afterwards, I just kept seeing someone people saying, "Oh, I can see why Bergwijn is like, absolutely instrumental to this team." And I'm like, no one. Was, no, I didn't. I mean that. I, I, I get that it wasn't me who said that, but that, I'm not saying he's instrumental to the team. That in the, I know, you know, just like, this you know, this is his. Um, if if he can demonstrate more of that, then he's definitely worthy of a starting berth every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're, we're, we're splitting hairs here, aren't we? He really needs a goal. Yeah, I think he just really needs a goal. And I think if he can get a goal or two, I think we might start to see the best of him. Um, he missed a really good chance against Leeds. And I thought to myself, oh, if that goes in, well, I think we'll see a much better player. And he had a good a good chance early on against Sheffield United, which the keeper tipped over the bar. It was actually a good game for him yesterday to maybe get a goal because Ramsdale was fucking terrible. They were he's, fucking pony yesterday. I mean, they are awful. Yeah. They're, they're bad. But I would also say as well, just to compare to the Fulham game, like the, the Fulham game, their goalkeeper had a fucking worldie. Like he had a worldie and Ramsdale had a fucking shocker. And that was a big difference between the two games. But I, I actually agree with both of you. I think Bergvine played well yesterday, but I have called him useless three or four times. Um so I think I think he just needs a goal. Yeah, probably. Okay. And Deli Ali obviously we know all the the backstory around this and uh, we don't need to go into why the situation is where it is, but it is. Uh he'll be going off potentially to join Postino, who's picked up a nice trophy. Yeah, happy about that. We all happy about that, or do you not? Yeah. I don't. Really my background on my phone. You please fucking please tell me that isn't true, Alex. <laughs> is it really? Are you lying? No, even <laughs> even my my background on my phone is my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd have changed <laughs> change that out for your, <laughs> change. It's, it's one of those. It's, I made I made it photoshopped it so that it's a nice picture of her when we had our little own uh, lockdown New Year's Eve party and she's all dressed up. Bless oh, her, bless. beautiful. But in the top right-hand corner is a little square of Pochettino with a trophy of jumper on. <laughs> she's, uh, she's a beautiful girl. You're very she lucky. Is. What did I say? Lucky? You did all the work. It's not exactly. lucky. Yeah, you deserve it. You made it. Yeah. So, well, it's two Came from these nuts. <laughs> Good. I mean, 
That's good. She'll be proud of that. Listen to back to that in a few years. Yeah, I think she's got more other things to worry about listening to this podcast over years when she's older <laughs> than me. Imagine she becomes a massive fanboy. A girl. <laughs> <laughs> the back catalogue. Of- Walk, walks around the walks around the uh, the playground in primary school, going, to, you know what my dad does. Yeah. <laughs> She'll have she she she'll have like a full breakdown of her mum and uh, uh, <laughs> mum and dad's sex life. Oh Jesus, Jesus. yeah. <laughs> no, what the, what was the one about the uh, the um, the hammock in in Hawaii? Oh, that was the honeymoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tja, look at her. So it's, that's three three bits of sex we've we've heard about from Alex. Yeah, I can see her being. Uh, I can see her being like a movie producer, mate, and then her first film is like the rise and fall of the fighting cock, and she has to listen to every <laughs> podcast ever made, and she listens to them three times. She hears all these stories, and then interviews you when you're living in a shelter. It'd be like one of those Netflix documentaries. You know, they all look the same. Like people yeah. sat down on a nice, nice sofa, you know, mm. talking about why you know Barley's in prison. Yeah. <laughs> how were yeah. uh, Alex? How was the how was the lovemaking earlier? It was good today. Do you know what? I'd, I'd had sex and Papa John's by 2 p.m. Oh, today. brilliant. What the yeah. fuck? And, it's, and they do vegan chicken nuggets now at Papa John's. So today's been a, it's been a cracking day, I've got to tell you. Mate, what scumbag eats Papa John's before 2 What? It's a Monday, after, Monday lunchtime. I know, but because I, I was working from home today, so she uh, she was around, available, you know, during the day, uh, but not... Uh, in the evenings, I said, yeah, come round. This is you your know. support bubble, um, we should say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I said, well, yeah, you know, come round. You know, I've got to be on the laptop. So she just came round, watched a, a bit of telly and stuff. And then, you know, I finished, finished a Zoom call at half 12, said, all right. Came upstairs, <laughs> had that, had lunch. And then, and then she had to go. It's been a lovely day. Because I've had to be isolating recently. So uh, it's, been, it's been a little while since, uh, <laughs> since, since anything's, you know, popped off. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what nearly popped off is uh, what I've had to start doing again now. This isn't football, so welcome to the other pod. But um, is condoms. They're in breaking oh. news, condoms are a massive buzzkill. Well, wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. If you're young, yeah. listen to this. That's bad. I mean, that's just Alex's perception. If you're ever in a situation where you're about to make the love and you're not 100% sure whether... Actually, if you just wear a rubber so you don't cash aids. I'm not. I'm not saying don't. I'm um, don't wear them. I'm just saying mm. you know it's it's you know they're a bit like diving in the old school. They're a bit like iron lung. You know you wish you didn't need them, but you kind of <laughs> yeah. diving in the old school. The iron lung. Iron what lung. a strange reference for people who don't that know. The iron lung was this. No, actually, iron lungs for people who can't breathe. Right? Was there another thing for diving? It was yeah, a big yeah. big helmet with a pipe that would go up to the top. But but the story was because like, it's been so long since I've had to wear one. There's just it's just been a situation change where where they've had to become the option of of of, of choice. Um, hopefully, I'll have the snip soon, so that'd be good. But um, nice. uh, but you, you just spend all the time. I just I couldn't I couldn't really concentrate on you know, giving a, a proper nine ten out of ten performance because I was terrified that I terrified it was coming off. It was going to come off. It, what do you mean come off? Well, because they like ride up a bit, don't they? Mm, yeah. yeah, riding up's good. Oh, you mean ride ride down? Well, yeah, I think it was a bit too small. This one, I, it, it was a bit like um, <laughs> too small. It was a bit like you know, if you have you ever got an elastic band and put it around your forehead, and then you just let go of it, and it slowly just sneaks yeah. up, doesn't it, up the top of your head, and then go pium off the top of your head. Have done that? Mm. Yeah. Off. Maybe when I was about four years old. Yeah. Do it. Try it. if you've got an elastic band at home. Try that. Just wrap it around your forehead. Just push it up a little bit, just so it starts to move. And you'll find it makes its way up the crown 
and then just pops and then just pops off. And that's what I was just terrified of, of doing. And usually, you know, when you finish, you know, you've had, you know, the, 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 the crescendo, you, you have a little moment afterwards, but I, I was straight in there out inspecting, making sure there was no, you know, no, <laughs> there, there, was no, there was no damage. There was no plumbing yeah. damage. Did, yeah. you, did, did, you, did you go, so you jump off, you're looking in a mirror, you're naked. Uh, you got well, I was naked. I got wardrobe mirrors. So it's like full view. But yeah. um, the blind was still down, so I hadn't opened the curtain before. So I had to hold the condom up to the light a little bit just to make sure that it was <laughs> so romantic. So you're, yeah. but so you're, 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 you're completely naked uh, as the day you were born, apart from some white Donne socks, thick white no. socks. Yes, yes. No. And and um, and she goes, well, "What are you doing, Alex?" And you went, you turned around and went, "Me no one another, baby." <laughs> no, I just, I was holding up to the light, and I was like, "That's all right, isn't it?" Look at that. She's, no, right. she's going, me, me? Why do you say me, no one, another baby? <laughs> and, she, and then you look at it again and she listen to me, me, no one, another baby. <laughs> yeah, it's just that of spite. I just turned it upside down and let it, and let it just dribble out out of spite. See there? Look at that. Ow, yeah. I ain't getting any of that. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. But she's such a lucky girl. Um, <laughs> uh, Wesky, he says, would you take three years of different variants of lockdown if it was guaranteed that we would win three league cups. No, absolutely fucking not. No, no way. No, <laughs> no chance. No. I'm proper hyped for this league cup final. Like I really want to win it really badly, but now I've, I've got fucking lockdown fatigue. Like I oh, can't, mate, I'm anymore. sick. I'm sick to death of it. I truly am. I'm like, we, we just as a little, um, you know, teaser about something we're working on. We're, we're working on uh, a, uh, a short video about the lane and, and we're working on a couple of things around the old white lane. And looking mm. through some bits and doing some research, how Ugh. important it is for us to get back and just watch football together in, in a stadium. It's mm. so, I had a proper, I had a, a little moment today where I genuinely felt upset, and I was like, "How long has it been since I just sat and had a pint out of an actual glass, like <laughs> from a from a tap?" People are people are literally dying by the thousands each day. Yeah, but you can only look. You just you're asking about enjoying our own lives. Sorry, right? yeah, go on, go on. You know, it's it's this people gone die. Right, but I, I just you can't be focusing on that because it's too upsetting. So what I tend to focus on is just that nice summer's day. It's going to be like you pull a pint, and you take it outside on the bench, and I've closed my eyes now talking about this, and, and it's like dribbling down the outside like with condensation. It's cold, and oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I uh, so I, when when the first lockdown was over, I I um I st- there's an amazing pub near about twenty minutes from where I live. Uh, it's called Sun on the Hill or something like that, Rising Sun. And it's right. the view across Wiltshire is incredible. And the pint out of the glass was honestly one of the best things I've I've ever drunk. It's It was superb. We need to get back there, man. And I know we need to get there back there so people are safe and that, but we also got to start living as well. It's, I miss it so much. So the answer, Wesky, is unanimously no. Win the first. <laughs> we're going to win the first League Cup in a couple of months anyway. Yeah. Winning mm-hmm. one League Cup will give us that feel. The second one won't feel anywhere near as good as meeting up with your mates in a pub, getting pissed up on Larry. Uh, one more question before we go on to the big quiz, because Jimmy, champion, people's champ, is waiting in the lines to... In, in the lines? in the He's just waiting. On the line? He's yeah. waiting on the line, in the sides of the... Just, he's waiting. Uh, yeah. and, and so is Tim. Hitting the pads. He's hitting the pads. They're, they're both people warming up in some dingy little... Get uh, on with it. All right, all right. <laughs> we'll leave it. Uh, <laughs> um, Fuck it. <laughs> Self, 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 Self Calf Siren says, would 
uh, what should we as a society stop making feel, people feel insecure about? Oh, that's good. That is fucking good. Where the fuck has that come from? Oh, I, don't I love know. it. It's um, it's out there. Isn't it? um, I mean, this is more of if you like this sort of conversation, genuinely, and uh, we will get back to Spurs very quickly. But we have the other yeah. podcast, which is uh, the, the current thirty percenters enjoy, called the other podcast behind the patron paywall, where we talk about all kinds of shit. Fantastic. Um, in, do you know what happened to me earlier today? Yeah. I, I was on a program called, uh, on 90 Minutes called Gas Tank, right? I do it once a week, every Monday. It's live if you want to go and watch it. Right. And there's five other people all support different clubs. And I mm. had the audacity, and I thought it wasn't that bold a statement, to say that Ndombele probably has the best pitch IQ in, in that he understands what's going on around him. And the way that we have discussed previously than probably any other Spurs player I've seen with my own eyes. And the only argument would be Luka Modric, who could well be better. But I, the way Ndombele plays, it's just he's my favourite in terms of his pitch IQ. It's, it's the most complete that I've seen. It was like I'd said that Ndombele was the best football player I've ever seen. They went crazy. <laughs> they went mental. So much to say, I was like, did I say the best player rather than just specifically about pitch IQ? So in that instance, I was like a bit, oh, maybe, maybe I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. So that, that I felt a little bit insecure in that, that instance. But other than that, uh, I thought it was correct. Um, uh, hairlines. People... <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone's ever taken the piss out of your hairline now. Well, I know anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to let's move on to the quiz. Um right, let's bring him in. So we've got Jimmy Riggle. How you doing, mate? Hello, mate. Do you hear me okay? Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. good. Um so Tim is on the line. Like why have you been hey. like running your mouth about talking about Tim? Saying that- you're gonna, saying you're gonna smash him into the ground. You're gonna that- like, go on. Tim Tim Coys. Yes. <laughs> That's, that's your opponent that's, today. That's original. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, no, it's, it's been a good week. I just want to shout out the 30%. They've been really supportive after my win last week, actually. Um, Did you win? Yeah. Well, apparently. It's not my fault you can't ask questions properly. But no, I've been really supportive. Actually, I was quite surprised. I didn't realise, Flav, how unpopular you were in that group, actually. Yeah. In what group? In, in the telegram, a lot of people are like, oh, well done. You shoved his words back down his throat. But, well done, Jim. Right. Like, shown Flav up. You know, it's... Um, I, think, I think I might be the people's... The people you and are. Yet they put, and they put... But they put food on his plate. That He's literally eating their tears. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, how are you instead doing? Of, instead of the ketchup that he puts on everything, it's, it's 30% sweat and effort and... Tears that he pours no, over feelings. We're, we're one big family. We're one big family. Um, Tim, how are you doing, my friend? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm looking forward to this. I've been uh, waiting for it all week. Yeah, what? trying to uh, trying to get up there. I suddenly feel like I was doing the last bit of revision last night. Suddenly thinking I should prepare properly for this, and then had a dream about Reddit journey. So <laughs> there you go, mate. That, I that, don't know where I am today now. I feel like you know you've landed in Saudi Arabia. I'm walking out the ring. There's the lasers popping. It's a bit hot. Tim, but Tim, can I ask you a question? It. Yeah, go for it. Uh, what do you think of Jimmy as a man? I think he's there to be taken. Oh, and I'm going to do it. Yes. I don't know why. Like I, just just for record, <laughs> I really like James. <laughs> I think he's a fantastic bloke. He's very funny. 
This isn't personal, right? It's just business. Strictly business, yeah, right. Yeah, it's business. <laughs> okay. So, um, so I've, I've tweaked the rules somewhat. You've only got 20 seconds to answer. If you can't answer in 20 seconds, you get it wrong. Right. All right? Because it went on too long. Right? Back to get quizzical. Quizzical. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Think man a smart. Come quiz. Think man a big. Come quiz. Think man a youth with the knowledge for this. Prove that ish on the FC quiz. Think man a smart. Hey, come we quiz. Think man a big. Come we quiz. Think man a youth with the knowledge for this. Prove that ish on the FC quiz. Come we quiz then, bro. All right. Because it went on too long. Okay, Jimmy, you are first as the reigning champ. Here's your question. Number one, who is the highest scoring defender in Spurs Premier League history? The highest thing. Uh. Which defender has scored the most goals in Premier League history? Or, or I should say in the Premier League era since 92. This is going to be a massive guess, I think. Uh, the champs. Ledley. Ledley King is incorrect. The answer is... Uh, Shall I start a timer at the st- uh, when you finish each question, yeah? If you like. Well, no, go B. No, go egg when after 20 seconds. I mean, you're funny, aren't you? <laughs> right, go on then. All right, uh, Dan Vertonghen is the correct answer. He scored 14. I was going to say Vertonghen. Yeah, sure. but it's not your question, Tim. <laughs> right, number one. Well, can I answer it again? Right, go for it. All right, so uh, who scored more goals for Spurs in all competitions? Peter Crouch... Or Darren Bent? Crouchy. It's incorrect. Darren Bent, he's got oh. 25. Crouch only managed 24. Oh, so we are still All at... Right. We are still at nil-nil. Number two... That was your chance, Tim. <laughs> number two. Uh, who said it? Jose or Kanye West? Uh, so Jose, out of these three said one you have to get the correct one I'm going to read all three out now uh, A who uh, with all the stones being thrown against me you could build a monument B for me to say I wasn't a genius I'd just be lying to you and to myself C you can't look at a glass half full or empty if it's overflowing which one of those did Jose say I think Jose said the first one that is correct uh, with all the stones being thrown against me, you could build a monument. Number two, for you, pressure's on now, Tim. Who said it? Jose or Gandhi? Uh, a, it's easy to stand in... <laughs> it's easy to stand in the crowd, but it takes, it takes courage to stand alone. B, the moral of the story is not to listen to those who tell you not to play the violin, but stick to the tramb- tambourine. And C, champions are made from something they have deep inside of them, a desire, a dream, and a vision. Which one was Jose Mourinho? Fucking hell. Gotta be C. <laughs> C is incorrect. Gandhi said, champions are made for something they have deep inside of them, a desire, a dream, and a vision. Jose said, the moral of the story is not to listen to those who tell you not to play the violin, but stick to the tramb- tambourine. Uh, okay, so uh, you're currently 1-0 up, Jim. Number three. Before Harry Winks took the number eight shirt, what number did he wear? Jim? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> Before he took the number eight shirt, I don't know. How long's he got, L? Two. 
One. B. Uh, 16. 29. Well, Whoa. Here's an opportunity for you. Still 1 0. And I said B. So. Okay. Ryan Mason wore the number eight short shirt before Winks, Tim. But what number did Mason wear before? Oh, you know, I can remember his first goal against Forest in the League Cup. So I was up in the East Upper and I. It's not the um, answer, Tim. I know, I'm just thinking I'm trying to job my old memory. 19? Is 38 is incorrect. It's still 1 0 oh, to Jimmy. Two questions left. Number four, eight. Uh, Davids have appeared. Sorry, Davids has appeared for Spurs in the Premier League era. Can you name five of them? What? Eight Davids. Eight, eight. Eight Davids. Davids. Sorry, he didn't, he didn't put the. Uh, he didn't put the. <laughs> He didn't, he didn't put the apostrophe S, so I thought you were talking about Edgar, Edgar Davids. <laughs> All right, eight Davids have appeared for Spurs in the Premier League era. Can you name five of them? All right, Howells, Ginola, Kerslake. That's the first three. Yes. Um, I take it Edgar Davids doesn't count. No, he doesn't. So Howells, Kerslake, and Ginola. And you've got to get two more. Beep. You can have another. Uh, have a, you can have another twenty seconds. Good. Oh, shit. What is that? That's my thing. Sort it out. Go. Uh, Bentley. Bentley is correct. If you get this final one, I'll be a. a I. Five seconds. Uh, okay, so I remember that we had we had some random Czech guy, but I don't know if he played for us. But he was in the squad, and he was no. called David Limbersky. No, beat. And I should get a point for just remembering who that is. I don't, I've never even heard of him. It was Dave Tuttle, Dave McDonald, and David Bryan. Oh fucking hell! That was never a good one. That was tricky, wasn't it? Uh, okay, so it's still one nil. Uh, you've got uh, your fourth question here. Right, following on from Ryan Mason, there have been three other Ryans to have played in the Premier League era. Can you name them, Tim? Ryan Nelson. Correct. Um, oh, God, now. Ryan. Five seconds. Well, Jimmy got about 45 seconds, so D- give us a... No, well, you can uh, have another 20 seconds, but any more, right. any more outbursts, Tim, no, no. will okay, disqualify okay. you. Um, Ryan. Bloody hell. Tim. No, it's not going to come out. Ryan, Ryan Session and oh, Ryan, yeah, Ryan Fredericks as well. Okay, so if Jim gets his final question right, he carries on as the people's champion. Uh, should he get it incorrect, then, Ryan, uh, then Tim has one more chance. Number five, who, who scored the only goal of the game as we beat Ruben Kazan 1-0 in 2011? It was a free kick. We beat Ruben Kazan. One <laughs> nil. That was in the question. <laughs> Five seconds. It was Sorry, what year? What year? Tell me. Two thousand eleven. Uh, fail. Roman Pavlichenko. Remember, it was an absolute rocket. Oh, he absolutely walloped it, didn't he? He oh, did. No. All right. Well, now it's down oh. to if Tim gets right. this correct, 
you'll be lo- all the audience will be buzzing the fact there's a tiebreaker coming so <laughs> 30 seconds five who scored the only goal of the game as Spurs beat Partizan Belgrade 1-0 at White Hart Lane in 2014 he left at the end of the season to move to PSG Um, 2014 2014 PSG Come on Tim Oh The person who I was going to say Until you said PSG But That's not the answer Five seconds Say anyone I want to say I know Nico Croucher But that's not the right answer But that's who I was that was incorrect, Jim. That is incorrect. I'll give you... It, it, uh, you're not getting a point for this, Jim, but go on. Is it Stambouli? It is correct. And oh. uh, That is, yeah, Tim, we're a miserable zero out that of five. That is terrible. <laughs> 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 but, but it is really hard. Oh, my goodness. It is that really is hard. really hard. And I've, uh, I've, mar- I've Mourinho'd him there, haven't I? Yes. A one-nil I can't believe you're on a Gandhi-Mourinho question. I can't believe that. (laughs) It's wonderful, isn't it? Um, All right. Well, congratulations, Jimmy. You're on for another week. Um, As we said, I think uh, because it was it was slightly unfair and partly my fault and partly Leo produces his his fault as well. Definitely his fault. Not really my fault because I was just reading him out. But I'll take the blame. Like like Jose Mourinho takes the blame for the players' defeat. I'll take uh, Leo's defeat in that it's his fault, and I'm exposing that. so, uh, yeah, uh, Ryan's best mate wants to come on and avenge him. So I think that's when, what's going to happen. What? what? Like when, you, when, when are you going to stop throwing these bums at me and give me the big dog? Oh. I, know, I, know, I know he's me. listening to this, right? No, if you're oh, out there, Chris Cowlin. <laughs> I know you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, writing little quiz books. Fucking hell, he's calling out Chris Cowlin. Um, look, if they uh, No, look, please don't go and tweet him. Because uh, I'm not sure, <laughs> I don't, I don't know him, and I'm not sure he'll, he'll he'll get it. He might, you know, he might might come across as bullying or something. So don't don't tweet him. But um, I, look, I, I thought the big dog that you was mentioning would be a certain Flonius Filth, who, as if, he, <laughs> if he, Cal, it's Cal. I mean, he's he said he's, he's the belt's retired, isn't it, Cal? He he does seem re- retired to me. Uh, you know, Alex has been calling him out for a while now, and. I don't. I don't. Just don't think he's shown a lot of interest. He doesn't see a challenge in anybody, really. So, Jimmy, no. I, I think you, look. We what you? I mean, the fact that you even said Chris Callum didn't even acknowledge T should get his back up a little bit. Mm. So we'll see. Um, but next week, Ryan's best mate is going to come in and try and avenge him because uh, we owe it to Ryan because um, you know we we screwed him a little bit, but not on purpose. But uh, we, he's been on twice already, and that's enough. So Ryan's best mate is. Uh, yeah, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> right then. Uh, thank you, boys and girls. Uh, that has been uh, the Fighting Cop podcast. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Jimmy, for taking part once again. We'll be back. We're probably coming out another podcast towards the end of the week. Do a Q&A pod. Yeah. And, um, and then back again next Monday to see Jimmy take on Ryan's mate. I can't remember his name. Um, uh, Alex, Cal, you've been wonderful. All right. And uh, until next time, up the Spurs. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel shirt now.
Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply